Welcome to Fun Conversations with Hot Cedars podcast. If you like listening to Abraham Hicks videos on YouTube, you'll enjoy knowing what happened with the Hot Cedars and discover what is their perspective now. Be part of these high-frequency conversations that will help you master the art of allowing and create the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host, Genevieve Young. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to this fun conversation with Hot Seaters. So um, last week and this week's topic is worthiness, and today I will be speaking with Bron Johnson. Uh, so let me introduce Bron right now. Hello, Bron. Hello, Genevieve. <laughs> Thank you for being there. I'm so happy uh, to have you as a guest because you had a conversation with Abraham Hicks about self-worth. Oh, yeah. 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 That was that was that was some years ago. I think that was seven years ago now. Mm. And you've been in the hot seat many times. You, you said six or yeah. five or six, about six times. About six, about six, six times. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. tell me about um, how have you, um, be like, how did it happen for you to, uh, to discover Abraham Hicks? How, how did mm. that work out for you? Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it was at a time I, I discovered Abraham in 2010. 10, I want to say, or sometime around then. And yeah, it was about 2000, 2010. And I was going through a period of depression, actually, at the time. And I also had known it was around the time where I was first discovering that I really wanted to be actually teaching this stuff, you know, helping people, essentially, right. Yeah. And um, I saw a friend's post about Abraham um, on Facebook and I clicked on it and I watched that three hour conversation, um, the secret behind the secret. I watched it once and my heart just like mm. opened up and received all of the beautiful information that was being displayed in that. And I actually watched it again, the full three hours the very next day because it resonated with me at such a deep level. I, yeah. I, felt, I felt that it was, you know, up until then, I had been on this passionate um, desire to to understand the truth of mm. our universe, understand the truth of who we as human beings really are, yeah. why we're really here. You know, those big philosophical mm. questions. I had been asking those questions for years. And the truth is, is Abraham was answering them the most clearly from my perspective. When I listened yeah. to it, I was like, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that that feels that feels like the truth. That it, it felt it and and it felt like they were saying, she was saying Esther, however you want to say it. They were they were saying it how every other teacher, like good teacher, says it, but in a more clear and more accurate and more full way. Oh and yeah, it, yeah. You're so you right. Know. I mean, it's, yeah. the same thing happens for me, and I really appreciate the way they're answering questions you know so yeah. okay so let's talk about that hot seat when you were on a cruise and yeah, yeah. what a cruise it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were struggling at that time and maybe you could let us know a little bit more about that because the the question you asked 
Abraham was uh, that you were strugg struggling in being an example. Like, I think you wanted to be a, a more steady example of someone that is in alignment. And uh, so that was your question. Can you let us know a little bit more um, how you were feeling at the time and what was it that you wanted to, what was your question exactly? Yeah, yeah. So from what I remember, the place that I was at back then was I was really wanting to become like a life coach, an educator, a teacher of this material, all for the purpose of helping people. And I don't know how deep you want me to get into this because this is kind of opening up another another can and another, maybe not another... that deep because we're gonna okay. we're gonna Go listen in. to Abraham's answer, but maybe okay. just to lead us to the answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let, let's just say that I had a tremendous amount of fear to step into the role as a, as a teacher. Um, and, and the can is about going into why, but I won't go into that yet. But yeah. um, so I, I, I showed up into the hot seat asking, you know, how can I become more a vibrational match to be this teacher? And, you know, how do I feel worthy of that? And I think, you know, the, 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 the response that they give is essentially you have to, it's ultimately about loving yourself. It's ultimately about accepting the truth of who you really feel you are, not only on an intuitive level, but a logical level as well. And following that, you know, following yeah. that with faith, following that with reckless abandon, essentially. Yeah. And, um, and when you do, you will line up with people, experiences, opportunities that are a match yeah. for the That's unfolding of your desire. In the answer. Yeah. I love that part. So I've, yeah. what I've did, I've segmented the uh, hot seat in, we have like three segments. So we're okay. going to listen to the first segment. I'll ask you a few questions on that and then we'll go on with the others. All right. Cool. So I'll Sounds see great. you right after. Okay. <laughs> but this is the point that we really want you to hear. As you apply these processes and they are endless or as you apply this process that we're really encouraging now which is when you first awaken in the morning acknowledge I'm awake and I want to maintain this free floating feeling this high flying feeling I want to feel this appreciation I want to maintain it through the day so that you are aware of it whether you accomplish it or not you are aware of it and after a day and then another and then another and then another and then another of doing that you'll begin to realize that you can do it at first it feels awkward and funny I don't even know for sure if I'm on my high-flying disc but after a few days you'll know it for sure you'll find yourself just feeling lighter about things you'll feel more clarity in your experience your exposure to life will be more delicious and less troubling and after about 30 days of this deliberate intention of coming onto that high flying disc and doing your best to maintain it, there's no big deal if you fall off, it's not a big thing, but your best to maintain it. What begins to happen is that frequency, that high flying frequency begins to feel so normal to you. And at the same time that you are consciously acknowledging how good you are feeling, mostly in the description of what clarity feels like or what fun feels like those kind of emotional words then what begins to happen realizations begin coming to you demonstrations of your alignment begin coming to you and because you have gotten on that high flying disc on purpose and with no small attention in other words you're going to work at it for a little while because you've managed to do it 
and you've acknowledged that you have done it and are doing it and you're beginning to have that sort of conversation come out of you and then you begin to make the association between that and what's coming that is the best description of what worthiness is worthiness is my deliberate alignment with that which is source and my deliberate application of inspired action in that combination with source doing it on purpose is the worthiness factor because when good stuff just comes to you because you just stumbled into it because of someone else's influence then you don't feel the I did thisness of it Esther would say when something wonderful would happen I did that because she knew that she had tuned herself to the frequency that life had caused her to want it and that she had found a way to tune herself to what she wanted and as the realization as the revelation of it began to occur to her I did that I did that that's where that feeling of worthiness comes we are so all in this together and humans have themselves so tangled up in proving their worthiness we don't want you to prove it we just want you to live it we just want you to know it we just want you to expect it so the more you take note of what's going on then the more you practice the vibration of that yeah yeah for 30 baby. days deciding yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> i love it so have you done it have you decided to be in alignment in those high frequencies of love appreciation joy for at least 30 days oh boy oh. I, could sit, I, i could i could sit here i could sit here and i could say yes but i think i'd be lying to you a little bit i think that i think that you know one of my favorite words that abraham uses is calibration and i think that my process has been a more of a slow calibration i'm a guy i'm a very stubborn i'm, I'm very stubborn so <laughs> to, to move in to move into that high frequency for three for 30 days straight is something if i'm being honest i don't think i've actually ever accomplished um for myself but i have over time trained myself to be in that high flying place more and more and more and more and i love and hearing... how do you train yourself yeah i'd like to know how you do it how is it that do you have any ways of doing it that could help others also to that are stubborn like you <laughs> to yeah. ease that up yeah and it's it's again i'll go back to the narrative of abraham one of, one of the best things that they say is you have to care a lot mm. about how you feel you have to care about how you feel because if you're not caring about how you feel more than anything you're not going to make that the highest priority mm -hmm. and for me i'm i'm hyper aware of how i'm feeling and and sometimes that is actually a disservice <laughs> because mm -hmm. you get into that place of like oh i'm not feeling good and then the recognition of not feeling good pulls you down into more of not feeling good and you go in a bit of a downward spiral but yeah i mean yet the answer to your question is you really got to care about how you feel and pra and use all of the different practices whether it's 
um, gratitude practice, meditation practice, a focus wheel. There's so many, there's in, infinite, you know, healing your trauma. There's infinite practices that people can do to use to train them, train their vibration, train their habitual perception into that higher flying state. Yeah. And I like it when a Abraham says, um, you know, when Esther says, I did that. And whenever it's yes. something, because yes. she knew it's something she wanted, she, she maintained the alignment and then it happened. And she says, I did that. But she also says when it's something wrong is happening, I did that too, you know? So yeah. uh, I think that one of the keys to know that you can always change you know, your focus, you can always change whatever you're going to be thinking about to create something, you know, something else or something that will bring you uh, satisfaction. And then because once you see what you're creating, that's when worthiness is coming on. Is that? Yeah, am I, yeah that's what Abraham is saying. Yeah, I think like one of another teacher that I really like always said, success breeds more success. I mean, it's momentum, right? And if you yeah. are, if you find yourself on that higher flying disc um, consistently, you're going to see positive manifestations. And the positive manifestations is going to produce that feeling within you of like, ooh, I did this. This is this, these good things that are happening to me are in response to my positive vibration. And that just feeds it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. so we have a comment from Karen right here that I would like to share. I think it's very interesting and maybe we could talk about that. She says, I can so relate to Bron. I'm hyper aware of how I feel. So, yeah. So when we're very, very aware of it, then we maybe we tend to, you know, to be hard on ourselves and say, oh, no, I don't, you know, I didn't get it again. And maybe that's the struggle you were talking about with Abraham also. Yeah, I think that that um, definitely, I think when people first get introduced to the whole idea of you create your reality, you get hyper sensitive and every single negative thought that pops into your head um, you, you become hyper aware of it all of a sudden and you want to resist it. And once in that moment you resist it, you just add momentum to it. And so it really is all about chilling out. It's about yeah. relaxing. It's about bringing your nervous system back into rest and digest as much as you can. And of course, again, there are so many different ways to do that. It's about finding the one, the ways, the practices that work particularly yeah. for you. I love what you're saying. And I think we're going to go listen to the second segment that I choose, which is uh, about not trying to prove your worthiness. And I think this is going to bring some answers also, you know, because when we're hard on ourselves, maybe we want to be trying to prove that we are, you know, that maybe it's like the opposite of, oh my God, I didn't get it this time. So maybe I'm not that good and I'm not that worthy of it, you know? So, mm -hmm. so let's listen to that second part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so as you stop challenging yourself or stop comparing yourselves and instead you let your relationship with the source within you be not just primary, not just dominant, but your sole intention, alignment first and then high flying disc and then high flying disc and then 
high flying disc and then I'll play with my grandkids high flying disc and then I'll have conversations with those I love high flying disc and then I'll walk and then I'll look and then I'll smell and then I'll hear high flying disc and then high flying disc and then ah you won't be wondering about your worthiness for long because the things that are coming to you and it's not just big things like things that you've planned you bought a ticket you got on the plane you came here the ship's good yay we're not talking about those things we're talking about the harmonics of life we're talking about the synchronicity we're talking about the rendezvous that are happening to you all day every day that let you know source has your back source is at your back source knows what you know source knows what you want source knows where you are in relationship to what you want and source is right there calling you forward calling you forward calling you forward and reveling in every particle of it that you personally and consciously discover that's what worthiness is <laughs> that's so good i love it yeah so once again you know being in alignment being in that high frequency state or space what what is it that you could maybe share with us that you've done and that you see concrete results with to maintain this alignment and then that you're able to do the association with okay because i've maintained my alignment that long now this happened you know i created this mm -hmm. is there anything that you could share or yeah ab well absolutely i mean from the littlest things to the biggest things i think i mean in response to that particular hot seat i mean i don't think we heard it in the actual audio but if you listen to the whole thing the the question is spurred by my desire to become a teacher of this information. Mm -hmm. And um, I struggled for years to, to be that, but um, for two years, almost, no, not two years, about um, a year and a half now, I've been running my life coaching and relationship coaching business um, full time. And so for, for me, that has been my biggest manifestation, you could say, is allowing myself to get into alignment with who I really am to the point where I'm, I'm doing this full time. I mean, I'm a college dropout. Um, I don't have any traditional um, education to do the work that I'm doing, but I'm doing it full time with a full client list right now. And I love it. There's, there's wow. nothing more, there's nothing more that I love than to connect with people who have honest desires to improve their lives both inwardly and outwardly and help them along that path mm -hmm. um so i'm like i was telling you before um over this next year i intend to um get more education i'm going to become a um certified hypnotherapist here pretty soon which is really exciting and um to continue to become a better teacher um and that's actually another matter you know speaking of worthiness um i've been thinking um for the past couple months of like hypnotherapy, hypnotherapy, hypnotherapy just kept coming into my head. And I had a girl on my Facebook um, reach out and ask me if I was interested in doing a hypnotherapy program. And it's like, you know, when, when you get into alignment, 
the path unfolds. It just, it just does. That's just how, how it works. And it's one Mm -hmm. thing to talk about it. And it's another thing to actually experience it as, as you know, right. As Abraham says, words don't teach only experience does. So um, that's right. What what I also liked into your hot seat was uh, when Abraham um, says that uh, practicing the unwanting, you know, practicing the vibration of whatever is not happening is what is happening, you know, on the long term, this is what you're creating. So is there anything like, like in my own uh, experience, what I like to do is as soon as I think about something that I don't want, I will ask myself, oh, okay, this is clear. I don't want this, but what is it that I want? You know? So is there anything that you do to maintain the vibration of the wanted, of everything that you want to create, you know, because, what I understand is the more you're clearly seeing that you're creating what you want, and then the more worthiness you also, you know, build in because you, it, it's not coming from the outside. It's not coming from someone telling you, you're so good at this. You're so bright. You're so beautiful. It's yourself seeing that you're creating all this. So this is, the re- this is worthiness. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And was my and question too long? Maybe <laughs> speak, speak the question. Uh, yeah. Only again. the question. So what is it that you do <laughs> uh, to shift like from the unwanting, like the, the things you don't want to the right. things you want? Yeah. It's, I mean, the way I say it to the people that I work with, my clients, I, I one one way I say it is every single time you feel good emotionally, you know, those those higher flying emotions, it's because you're focused on what you want. Every time you feel bad, it's because you're focused on what you don't want. And so if you use that as a model to navigate your life and you actually apply it, it's pretty simple good good feeling good feeling thoughts that feel genuinely good to you in your body that feel resonant that feel like love passion joy attitude freedom empowerment we all want to feel if we allow ourselves to gravitate habitually consistently more towards those than and and actually be sensitive in our body to which thoughts feel feel good and which thoughts feel not so good, then we will engage in this practice of what Abraham calls the science of deliberate creation, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, you know, I love it when people say the secret about the secret is that it's actually really, really easy. Like this, this material, it's actually, in essence, it's not hard. It's actually, yeah. it's actually about moving along life in a really, really easy, gentle way. There's, there's nothing tricky about this. We're, mm-hmm. we, you know, talking about worthiness, yeah. we are worthy. Like we, yeah. we actually are, we're, we don't, yes. we don't, we don't have to prove it. We don't have no. to fight for it. We, that is who we are at our essence. And so I think that's kind of the, issue with the the personal growth space 
um, not in itself, but the approach that people have is they think that they have to learn how to be worthy. No, 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 no. You have to peel back the layers, peel back the beliefs that say that you're not. And underneath that falsity, you'll connect with a part of yourself that is unconditionally loved, unconditionally worthy. And when you yeah. connect with that, it's like coming home. It's like coming home. It's, like, it's a brush. It's a breath of fresh air. And so yeah. to know that for, to answer your question, your beautiful question, Genevieve. Um, yeah, to, to answer that question, I think it's about truth first is that no matter what I do, no matter what I think, no matter how bad I fail, no matter what I do or don't do in this life, the truth is, is that underneath all of that, I am worthy. It's who I am. Yes, yes, exactly. And from, from there, you can, from there, you can always move forward. Yeah. But I think like as Abraham was saying in the, um, the answer uh, they were giving to you, where we tend to try to prove our worthiness. We yeah. tend to challenge ourselves to show other people how good we are because this is how we've been raised for the majority of us. So, yeah. you know, we tend to compare ourselves. And as soon as we do that, we're not feeling good. That's the first thing, as you said, am I feeling good right now? No. So what, what is it? So again, my question is, do you have anything concrete to shift your feelings? So I'm not feeling good. I want to feel good. But, you know, we could be stubborn. <laughs> uh, we can also have a lot of momentum around this. Is there anything that you do that really helps you shift quickly to feeling good, to go to the other side mm -hmm. of the emotional, emotional scale? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, for me, journaling is a big one. Um, taking out my iPhone and opening up the notes app and literally if I'm ever feeling bad, I want, I call press something. It's because I have negative thoughts that need to get out. And so I think that, and I see this a lot, actually in the Abraham community, there's this idea that, that negative thoughts are bad. And it's almost like, yeah. it, it's, it's almost like an unconscious assumption that people think that that's what Abraham is saying. And it's not that negative thoughts are bad. Um, negative thoughts are, are, are wonderful in the sense that they help you define what it is you don't want. And it helps mm. you define the bouncing off plates. Yeah. And so to answer your question, one thing that I will, like I, I probably have about 12,000 notes on, on my phone of me. They're like mini journaling sessions of me mm. basically unloading whatever I feel like is bothering me. And then mm. when I have that sense of clarity, that sense of awareness of, oh, that's what's, oh, yeah, that's what's bugging me, you know, <laughs> relief, you know, getting, yeah. getting it out. So, yeah. yeah so I love um, that. Yeah. Yeah. Soothing that's probably yourself. that's your, that's what you're doing. You're soothing yourself with uh, journaling and trying to, to release yeah. the uh, emotion and go, let go the emotion and go to higher uh, frequencies. I love I think, that. Yeah, I think self self awareness is key, right? And mm. if if you're if you're aware of 
the part of yourself that's crying. If you're aware of the part of yourself that's struggling, that's suffering, and you bring a loving, compassionate light to that part of you and be really tender with it instead of pretending it's not there, like we're, we're often taught to, trying, trying to pretend it's not there, shoving it to the side, you know, resistance creates more of what you're resisting. What you resist exactly. will persist, right? And exactly. so if you get soft to it, and you open up to it. And this is why the world is seeing such a great trend, a beautiful trend in caring about our mental health. We're becoming more sensitive as a culture, as a society. And yeah. so to do that for yourself, you know, hmm. make make friends with the part of you that is hurting. Be yeah. soft to it. Be be gentle with it. Hmm. Journal, journal about it. Talk with a friend. Talk with a counselor. Get it out. Because once you do, it will begin the processing. And from there, once it gets out, you can... Yeah, yeah. Guide yourself into those higher higher feeling states more consistently. Exactly. Yeah, because resistance is keeping you into those lower frequencies. So once you let it out, you you allow it to circulate and to just you know you allow yourself to go to higher frequencies also. So I love this. And to de-dramatize, I think this is also the key, huh? Loving yourself, a lot of compassion and de-dramatizing everything. And I think you're very good at this. I think you're someone that likes to have fun. And I would like to end our conversation with something very funny that happened. Let's listen to this at the end of your hot seat. And then I have a beautiful final question for you okay okay can i ask one more quick question yes (laughs) no can abraham do any impressions we knew you were trouble when you were walking this way now that has been confirmed Can you do any impressions? Of course. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so maybe you see me coming. So what is that impression that we did not have the chance to hear or see? (laughs) So funny. That cruise was so much fun. Oh, my God, we had... Listen, Genevieve, we had an amazing cruise. It was it was good for you, good for me, good for all of us. And I gotta say, Jim, what do you gotta say about this old Abraham material? <laughs> well, I think that it's pretty nice when you focus on your desires, you can create anything you want. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Okay, Bron, just before we end this, we have a little bit of uh, comments that I would like to share with you because I don't think you see them. So Karen says that high flying frequency begins to feel so normal to you. Demonstrations of your alignment begin coming to you. That's a quote from Abraham, of course. Yes. Thank you, Karen. So we have a Facebook user that says it's a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much. Uh, and yes, nice. I really did appreciate Bron. That was fun. 
beautiful again so yeah and uh, ha -ha, what a funny ending <laughs> oh, thanks, Karen. yes yes thanks, Karen. i loved it that's yeah. nice Thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing yeah. your hot seat experience. Yeah. And absolutely. Absolutely. Touch. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. This is this is great. I love what you're doing, and I love your energy. You're you're so much fun, and uh, I I think I think that this is a great fun project for you. Thank you so much. So let's yeah. uh, read the last one that says, I find working with people with addiction no fun. How can I shift that? Though I'm a counselor certified, I stopped it, but I want to get into life coaching more. Oh, well, maybe maybe you could, um, I don't know, send a message to Bron. <laughs> Sure. Would you, yeah, or or maybe yeah, you sure. have an answer, a quick answer for uh, Damien. I, I'm not sure if I don't think we yeah, can answer well, all this right now. I'm wondering. Well, that's my question right uh, now. <laughs> my 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 my, um, my response is if if working with people with addiction isn't fun for you, and if mm -hmm. that's not your truth, and if if doing more coaching, more progressive work with people is what you want to do. I would say lean more into that if I'm being honest. And these are just, I mean, I, I think that at the end of the day, you're going to attract the people that are right for you at the time if you are in alignment with your truth and what you really want to be practicing. Um, for me, I attract a pretty wide gambit of, of different kinds of people. I actually do have clients that are um, going through addiction right now. Um, and I have clients that are six-figure earners, you know, working um, doing work with their relationships, et cetera. And so, I mean, I, for me, I find joy in all of it, but, um, I think, you know, lean, leaning more into the life coaching path obviously sounds like it's a fit for you. Go for it. Oh, we lost. Jen. Where did we go? I do not know. Where did you go? <laughs> While she's away, I think I'll have to do a little bit more of an imitation of Jim Carrey. Or should we just end it right now? <laughs> I'm close this off and I don't even know if this is still broadcasting, but if it is, thanks to everybody for tuning in. All my love to all of you and I hope you have an amazing day. All right, see you all later. I'm so sorry for that. I am very sorry. <laughs> My computer just shut down. So anyways, I'm going to end this fun conversation with Bron and thank him for the beautiful conversation we had. I'm sorry for this awkward uh, ending. But anyways, I'll see you guys on Thursday. This is technology. I guess we don't always have control over it. So that's how... <laughs> It is. Okay, so I'm sending you much love and uh, I'll see you this Thursday. 
for another fun conversation. Thank you for being there. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this fun conversation with this magnificent hot seater. If so, feel free to join us on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram. Until next time, have fun.